Hi, I'm Melissa. And I'm Amber. And you're listening to the AM Podcast. Okay, well, welcome back to another episode. This episode, we have a few news items, a couple comebacks, and a debut. Um, Before we get started with that, we're going to get started with our K-Music Picks of the Week. So, Amber, what's your pick of the week? Um, This week, I have chosen another big naughty song. Um, It's called Hi Chico. Um, It's featuring Sino, Yescoba, and On... Die Young, if I pronounce any of those names wrong, I'm super sorry. But if you guys have listened for listen to us for a while, you know I'm horrible with names. So yeah. Anyways, I just really like the song. The vocals are super pretty, but like the song is like low key sad. The lyrics, but it's still a really good song. Um. Hmm. So yeah, most of what's yours. Hmm. Um, mine is "Darling" from Seven by Seventeen. I don't know if I had previously selected this as a K-Music pick of the week, but I also don't really listen to a wide variety of songs. So, I don't know. But I really like this song. Um, I just really love how simple it is, but it's really good, too. I don't know. I like that there's not too much going on in the in the song, and, I, and maybe that's why I've just been enjoying it. Um, so, <laughs> Yeah. Okay, so um, moving on to the news items. The first news item is about Kim Karam. She was recently let go from Les Seraphim. Um, basically, for a little bit of background about this, for those of you who haven't been keeping up with this news item, on May 2nd, Source Music and Hives girl group Les Seraphim debuted. On May 20th, the labels announced that Karam would go on an indefinite hiatus due to bullying allegations that had stemmed from Korean internet forums and K-pop Twitter. Mainly, a schoolmate of hers, Yu Yunso, had come forward saying that she and Kim Karam's friends had bullied her from between about late April to early May of 2018. And she actually ended up transferring to a new school one to two weeks after the incidents because she was unable to withstand the continuous group violence. So our assumption was that, you know, Hive had been working on clearing her name and clearing the allegations, but we didn't really know what was going on. They were put on indefinite hiatus. She was put on an indefinite hiatus, like I said earlier. And on July 20th, it was announced that Garam's contract would be terminated. So, yeah, that's some background information about this whole situation. And so now we're going to give our thoughts about it. So, Amber? Um, you know, normally I feel like I'm like, oh, they were young. Like, I can't believe. Like, they don't really have to leave. But, like, she's also still very young. So that wasn't that long ago. And then mm-hmm. also the it had to be bad. Because I remember we were, oh, well, I think I had sent you the TikTok of, like, this girl just explaining, like, the levels of, um, I guess, punishment or discipline that the Korean, so- like, the school system goes through um, for when instances like this happen. And so, according to the girl, it's it was pretty bad. It was, like, one, I think it was, like, one level below 
like suspension or something like that. I can't re- I can't mm-hmm. fully remember. But I was like, oh, it was bad, bad. So like I fully agree with this decision. Um and so yeah, I'm I'm not surprised that she I think she was just kicked out. I mean, I know they try to like soften everything, but she was just kicked out. So <laughs> um so yeah, I'm not surprised by it, but I'm just a little confused as to like why don't companies just do background checks on artists before they decide to debut them? Because this was on her like school record. So they definitely could have figured this stuff out first. Or at least they need to like talk to the trainees and be like, look, you need to be serious. Like we're putting a lot of money into you. You're about to debut. Like we need to know what's happening. What is there anything from your past that could come up? And yeah. But I don't know, maybe this will be a good lesson to those that are aspiring to be an idol in school, um, not to be big old bullies. So, I mean, that shouldn't be the only reason why you're not a bully, but I guess maybe it'll be motive for some person. But yeah, I, I'm i just not shocked that she got kicked out because it was pretty bad. Um, Melissa, what were your thoughts? Um, yeah, no, I... Um... I agree with you. I think she is still really young. And so it's, it's just kind of like really sad situation. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, on, and I agree with you about maybe doing background checks. I mean, I don't know. Um, but um, I, and I also feel like to me, it seems, and we've, I think we've kind of talked about this before, but it seems like Korea in general takes bullying very seriously. And, you know, and I feel like, so this was never like really, nothing was really like concluded i mean you're and you're kind of and we've gone through this before with like other groups too where it was like nothing was really concluded they were just kind of dropped from the label and it made me it makes me wonder if this is more so of the fact that one they don't want to deal with the situation um which was also what we had said about the other case that we had talked about a while ago but also if they didn't want to deal with it because there was so much public backlash against what like against like what was going on or against like specific members in the groups that they're just like you know it's probably not even worth it so i don't know it's just obviously they um they take and i don't know I mean, i'm not saying that what she did what like if, that it excuses her from what she may have done but it's like I don't know I agree <laughs> basically I don't really have anything, anything new to really say or add on except that they really did do care about this seems like the, the characters of like the actual morals I guess or characters of the celebrities in at least in Korea they do and they take it really seriously and I get from like the outside looking in like you don't want someone who's a bully I guess profiting off of maybe what their victims may see as like a facade like oh you want to portray yourself to be this person now like this nice whatever person now but that's not really who you are and so maybe that's where this is stemming from too. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, good luck to her. I do agree that maybe not debuting would have been a better, was the right choice or would have been a better choice 
with um, considering her background, but I also feel like nothing was really concluded. And I don't think it's fair that they just dropped her without giving some sort of closure to the fans of the group. I mean, how much closure do you need when you have the girls' school's record? I don't know. I feel like in the past, unless, like, I just completely missed something when we were talking about these cases. Like, a case. I don't know if it's cases, but in It's one case. Well, yeah. Um, But I don't know if I'm missing something, but I feel like that's the first time where, like, I've heard it being on someone's school record. Like, I don't ever, like, before, I feel like it was more so, like, he said, she said, and then, like, people from their class came out and was like, yeah, yeah, she did used to bully this person, or he did used to bully this person. But I feel like there's, Mm -hmm. like, solid evidence for this one, in a way. So... I don't know. I think that part is what's like being like, how can you argue that? Even as a fan, like how, like how, how can I argue against that? And the fact that she's so young, it's not like, like, I feel like the ones that we talked about before, it was like, it happened back when they were like middle school, high school, but now they're like 20, like eight or like, you know, like they're older. They're like 28, 29 or like 20, like, you know, like they're, they're more established. They've come further. So I feel like you're a little more far removed from what you did in middle school and high school when you're like 20 something. Cause like you've had those years in between to grow where like, she's still pretty young. So she's a little closer to that time frame. Yeah. But, I don't know. I mean, that's fair. I was just thinking like if I, I'm, and honestly, I'm not even attached to this group. <laughs> they just debuted. Yeah. I didn't even really like their debut song. I'm just True. thinking like, <laughs> From this, from this, uh, someone's perspective, like it just seems like, like I would like, and maybe because maybe the investigation is still ongoing, and maybe that's why they haven't like said anything about like, you know, oh, this is the what what happened. But I do agree that I guess this time around that does make a difference that there is solid evidence, and um, I don't know. Okay, good luck to her. Yeah, good luck. I mean, yeah. I mean, like, you know, I think what she did was horrible, but, like, she is young, like you had mentioned, and she was just starting her career, and she probably was very hopeful that this was going to be, like, her whole life, and she was going to make it. Yeah. Um, so, I don't know. Maybe someday down the line, she could be, like, a solo artist. I don't know how good she is as a individual. Like you said, they just came out. So, like... <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how good she is as a solo singer or anything. Maybe she could no, no, do something. <laughs> I don't know. I think last I heard she's just back in high school. Oh, that's boring. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't know. It's like, to me, I only say that not, not that like high school is boring and if you're in high school, like, you're not boring. I'm just saying that like to go from like all be basically being an idol to like going back to high school that's just like oh what a letdown yeah I'd also read another article that she was also like I think her and her friend I mean this I feel like was kind of silly and I feel like young kids do this anyways but I think she was like her and her friends were like drawing like suggest sexually suggestive drawings on chalkboards <laughs> like sex jokes or whatever yeah and and so that was also going viral so I think this just added to like the bullying 
part of what was going on to make people feel like, yeah, she should, she doesn't deserve to be an idol. She doesn't yeah. deserve that title. So, yeah, I hope she uses this time to look inside herself. To reflect. I mean, she's also yes. young. I mean, we all were young and wild at some point. We all did so. stupid things when we were young. Yeah. So, I mean, I can't, that's what I'm saying. Like, I can't fault her too much, but like, I understand why they did what they did, especially now. Especially for like, like Sarah Friend was like, oh, like an anticipated debut because like they're the first official girl group from, I guess, Hybe or I don't know. Wasn't they like the first? I'm sorry, their second girl group since Glam, like their old one. That's a whole. That's a whole nother issue with Glam, but. <laughs> But they're yeah. like the, it's very anticipated because Hive hasn't put out any um, female artists in forever. Well, female yeah. group, groups in a while. So, yep, yep, yep. But that's all I have to say. Um, I think so. I think me too. I don't have anything more to say. <laughs> okay. So the next thing we're going to talk about is the new jeans and. Minhejin controversy. I just definitely want to give like a full on trigger warning for this one because there we're going to be talking about like pedophilia and sexualization of minors. So if this is something you do not want to hear right now. Skip ahead. Skip ahead to the next topic because we're going to be talking about something happy. We're going to talk about TXT and J Hope at Little Palooza. So skip ahead. <laughs> um. So okay. So those of you guys that are still here for this moment, I'm guessing you want to hear this. Um, so there is this big issue with Heijin, um, because many people online believe that she promotes pedophilia. Um, this is due to Heijin's post on Instagram. And at the time of recording, I went back to her feed and it seems like some of the things um, that I saw in a few articles when I was doing research is no longer on her feed, but there is still a lot of questionable things on there. Um, so yeah, so she has like a good handful of like half naked minors on her Instagram feed, and that's like in the studio now. Granted, it's not like she's taking the pictures of these minors, but like they're like photographs or paintings. And yeah, I'm not going to go like fully into it. If you want to look at it, you can go to her Instagram um, or just look online and look at like articles because um, they also have some of the pictures in there. And so that's part of the issue. Also, there have been instances when she was with SM Entertainment as a creative director over there of her sexualization of minors. And so that was a whole thing. I'm trying to like balance between not going too deep into this because I don't know. I I felt it when I was reading this. So I'm trying to be like, nah. Okay. So with new jeans though, with their comeback, some people on social media have been putting out that she is showing the same behavior with new jeans. One being that all of the members are minors, but it seems like the concern is with the youngest mother mother, sorry, youngest member, um Kate Heyin, I'm not sure. Is that how you pronounce your name? Heyin. Heyin. I'm assuming. I don't know. It's probably Heyin. Heyin. Okay. And so she is 14. Now, I will say that 
I don't know if they're going by like international age or like Korean age. I know there's a difference because technically if you go by like Korean age, the oldest member is technically 19, which from my understanding is legal. Like you're basically considered adult at 19 in Korea. But if you're going by international age, she's still a minor. Um, not Hayim, um Minji. She's the oldest member, so technically all of them are still minors in a way, depending on where you look at it. Um, also, people are saying that she dresses the girls in two mature outfits, a lot of skin showing. Um, also, yeah, I know. That's what people said, Melissa. I'm only, <laughs> I'm only going based off research. <laughs> Um, also people are saying that the concept for um, Danielle she's 17 for her ID card that comes with that album is similar to the character Mathilda from the 1994 movie Leon that was criticized for pedophilia at the time so that's an issue and then another instance is Minji, um, who is 18, like I mentioned, was wearing a shirt that said pimp is yours. And like, pimp is not. Nobody wants, nobody wants to be called a pimp, doesn't want to be owned by a pimp. So this is just like all very just a lot. And so there are a lot of K-pop fans that are saying they don't want to support the group unless um, Minhyejin is fired and there are others that just don't support minors in the k-pop industry in general um so that's like a slight background without like diving too deep in all the research if you want to know more like I I don't suggest but if you do want to know more and everything that she's done you can go look online I try to keep this as surface level as possible but try to give you guys enough background so you understand what we're basing our opinion off of um so that being said Melissa what are your thoughts oh wow okay yeah Um, I have not seen Min Hijin's Instagram profile. I've heard there was some suggestive things on there, but I never went on there because I don't think I wanted to be. <sighs> yeah, don't do it. <laughs> yeah, okay. But hearing some of the things that you generally kind of went over, I don't think I would be looking for it. Um, I mean, so starting off positively, uh, I honestly don't have any issue with the group itself. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, and I guess this is more so addressing the fact that some people are like, you know, you shouldn't support minors being in a group, or at least people as young as um, Kian being in a group as young as 14. But to me, I feel like young people and minors have been in the music, in in the entertainment industry in general for generations. Um, like, okay, I'm thinking back to, like, Frankie Lyman and, like, the teenagers. That's what I was thinking about when I was saying, like, generations. And he's a, he was a famous, this isn't about him, but I'm just saying. Because he was, he was a, a kind of, like, the pre-Jackson 5 group, for those of you who don't know who he is. Um, with Michael Jackson. Anyways, this is going, where is going? <laughs> so, I was saying, like, basically, he was, he, they were part of, they were, like, a, a boy band group with the, full of teenagers back in like the 50s I think so this has been going on for like generations and I don't think and we can even go further back so like okay it doesn't matter the point is 
the fact that there's so many like examples and shows that you know they've been in the industry for a very long time and I do feel like it's important to bring awareness to the fact that these young people could be or have already or have been exploited in the industry I think that part is important is because we don't know what was going on because the entertainment industry from what I understand is really toxic and it can be really toxic and you can you could definitely be taken advantage of if you're a minor um but at the same time I feel like it's important to have young people in the industry because how else are you going to relate to that demographic like you're gonna have a whole demographic of people who are also consumers of the entertainment industry you know represented so it's kind of like I don't know. It's kind of like, do you, so are we saying that you have to be 18 to debut like, or 19 or whatever the legal age is of whatever country you're from? I don't know because then you're missing, you're missing out on a whole group of people who also have their own thoughts and opinions and who also listen to music and consume this and consume, I don't know, what's the word? consume this kind of content I don't know so I think I disagree with what um those people are saying about minors being in a group I feel like you know and maybe and I don't know and I guess I was kind of confused if they were talking about or if the, the normal cons- or if the general consensus is like in the k-pop industry we don't support minors because thinking okay I'm thinking about like all of the young people that are like on Nickelodeon and like at least in the western world and like all of like the kids channels I mean technically they're youth are they not they're minors mm-hmm. are they not and they could and they have I feel like just as much chance probably and I've heard stories about some of these Disney stars and, and stars on Nickelodeon that have been exploited by older people like the producers or whatever of these shows so, I mean like no matter what industry you're in whether we're talking about k-pop or kids channels where you kind of have to have kids in these roles it's like you can't just pick and choose I mean because either way there's there's a chance of a possibility being exploited and all you can do is just hope that the people that are watching them that are taking care of them or whatever of their careers or whatever that they have some sort of that they have some sort of I don't know not interest but they have their best interest in in hand and I don't know so, or in mind, not in hand. What I say, best interest in mind. <laughs> I mean, that's all we can do is just hope for that. And so, getting back to new jeans, that's what I hope for new jeans. I hope that whoever is like watching their career or managing their career and what they're doing, like as far as like moving forward, I hope that they're gonna be okay. But I don't. So I say all this to say I don't disagree with like supporting the group themselves um and I also I didn't know if I wanted to like necessarily bring this up but like I also saw a lot of people saying that you know if you're an adult you shouldn't be supporting the group because they're minors but to me I don't know that's kind of to me that's kind of silly because the first thing that I listen to to a song, when I listen to a song, the first thing that I hear that I think of isn't, I don't, it's not the first thing that I think of just to think like, oh, how old is this member? Or how old is this person singing this song? I normally just think about like, 
the vibe of the song and whether or not it's something that I could relate to. Because there's a lot of songs that I listen to, a lot of artists I listen to that that I hear, or not that I listen to, but whatever, songs that I hear where I'm like, yeah, I don't really like the song, so I'm not going to look more into the group. That's just how it is. Um, But with them, I liked, which we're going to talk about later, but I liked some of their songs when they, when that, that we heard, that we heard, and it made me more interested in the group. So I'm personally going to continue to support the group. Now, am I going to stand them? I don't see myself standing them. I was thinking about this earlier, so I kind of have a lot to say. So sorry, but feel free to stop me at any point because I was thinking earlier about standing and like, and people are like, oh, you know, you shouldn't stand minor groups. And to be honest, I don't think I would stand this group. I mean, I like the music and I can see myself being like a casual listener of the music of, of the group, but I don't see myself like standing them because to me standing implies like you are like fully invested in the group and like you pay for like all of their content or whatever like see I don't know I keep saying content because I don't know I just group I group all of the stuff that k-pop idols and groups and artists whatever put out as like content so like cds or if they have like concerts whatever paying for concerts paying for like I don't know seasons greetings all that extra stuff that they do um I don't know if I see myself paying for that um, just because I mean yes I like their songs but it, they have a very nostalgic feel to them which is why I was drawn to them but I can't really relate to them because they're teenagers and I'm well past that age group um like I don't see myself like wanting to look up like their interviews and stuff the way that I do with groups that I do consider myself like being a stand for like bts um but that is just but i could definitely see myself being a casual listener to them and being a fan of them and i don't think there's anything wrong with that if the music is good um so i don't know that was a positive part and then regarding like min hejin um yeah i don't know if she (laughs) She seems to have issues and I could see based on like her track record, why people wouldn't trust her um, with this group or with, I don't even know. I don't know. I've seen some people kind of defend her decisions by saying that she's like really into like the coming, what is the word? Like, was it like when young people like come into their own or whatever? They're coming of age. Yeah. Coming of age. (laughs) think of it i don't know i still think it's kind of weird because some of the few things that i have seen like some of the photo shoots she's done i was just like "Eh, you can i don't know i feel like there's a better there's a way to there has to be a better way to transition like okay okay i'm not gonna remember i'm not gonna mention any like specific groups but there has to be like a better way to transition a group from being like a youth group who does like fun or, or, or younger songs into like a more mature group with that does more like mature concepts without making it weird. And I feel like from what I've seen, she makes it weird, which is what people have the issue with. Um, I don't know. So I don't know if she, but also it's like, I don't know, like if us saying that she's weird or <laughs> 
is that this i don't think that's going to like that doesn't mean that she's gonna like step down from her position or whatever but i can see the 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 concern i see the concern i do and i do feel like her as a person it's a completely different conversation from the group like her as a person and i could see and i see i see the concerns with her managing new jeans but her as a person i just think she's kind of weird um and i just hope yeah i don't know she's just weird nothing nothing more to say right now but what about you ever i agree with a lot of what you said <laughs> um oh gosh girl if you saw some of the things that i saw looking through this you would be like how does this woman still have a job um but i think okay first of all i think she would be better off managing a a group that's older like i think she has a good creative mind but like she's just she just shouldn't do it with minors because when you're talking about coming of age, it seems like to her, the way you come of age is to be sexy. And I'm like, that's, that's not the only way. Like, I don't like, like there's just like a gradual way of maturing. Okay. This, okay. She has nothing to do with cable, but like in my head, immediately when you were talking about it, I thought of Zendaya because she went from like being a Disney little little Mm. girl from to being like the young woman that she is today but I feel like she did it so like classy that you didn't even realize like what was happening until you're like oh that's Zendaya okay I see you girl you back oh yeah you all bro now so <laughs> I feel like and I don't know how she did it I don't know how they did but I feel like that's a good example and I feel like there should be a way to do that within the k-pop industry because uh, and yeah I think that'd be a way to do that because I feel like when it comes to their concepts it's either like they're like well let me rephrase that when it comes to girl concepts they tend to go for like the cutesy school girl I'm cute and innocent look or like right now the I guess the cool thing is like I'm the independent woman and I'm strong that one Mm -hmm. or then they're sexy and I feel like the way Cajun operates it's like there's no cutesy it's just sexy and I feel like that's an issue because you can't have that mindset when you're working with minors um and that's an issue like really honestly the issue here for me is Cajun herself because she she's working with minors and you can't you can't make them sexy like that's that's literally that is being a pedophile basically like you're really sexualizing him and that's not okay um and then if you saw some of like oh my god if you saw some of the pictures that she had in there I was like they're all young kids like they're they're like like there's no arguing like some of the pictures that she had like there was no arguing like oh maybe they're an adult and we just think they're younger like they you could tell they were very young and a lot of them were like white blonde haired kids so I don't I don't know what the obsession there is but I don't know maybe she has this thing of wanting to be young I don't know maybe something happened to her in her life and she's trying to hold on to some like childhood piece of her I don't know I guess I'm saying all this to say that that girl needs help that's what I'm saying 
<laughs> she just needs some help. And mm-hmm. um, part of what you said is that, like, you know, I do hope that I think you said something like you hope there's people looking out for new jeans or something yeah. like that. Um, yeah. Which a lot of people online is saying too. Like they're like they do feel weird about supporting the group, but they could tell that they're talented. Like I believe they're talented too, and so they're like we just hope that there's someone in the company that is looking out for them while they are under her care. Well, I don't know if it's care, but under direction. Yeah, 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 yeah. Under her, her direction. direction, and so I agree with that as well. That all being said. I also see no problem with them being a group, though, as far as, like, not under her, but just as a group. I see no issues with it. Um, I don't know. Like, people were saying that the outfits that they wore were, like, too sexy or, like, too much. Um, And I don't know if it's because, like, we're, I don't know, know, because I'm older and they had, like, that, that, like, early 2000s, like, late 90s look to them. And that's what people, like, were wearing when I was watching them on TV like even in school people were wearing stuff like that like even now if you go shopping like most of the shops that like you go to most of the shirts are like crop tops and like high-waisted pants and shorts they're like booty shorts you can barely find shorts that don't (laughs) what have you been okay this is like a side note but not really oh my gosh there's a bit there's some shorts that are selling at like Uh H&M And they're literally, like, booty shorts, like, I don't even know. Like, you know how, like, with your cup hanging out? Like, the- yes! <laughs> I was like, now, I know. Like, who was who buying? Anyways, I just want to say, I agree with you. Like, based on what's selling right now, at least in our stores. It, well, H&M is, a, like, a, a broad, like, a global yeah. brand. So, I think that the listeners are, like, if you're listening to this, you, you know we can relate. I mean. Asian yeah. literally sells everything from little kids' clothes to like men's clothing <laughs> and everywhere yeah. in between. But yeah, I'm just saying, like right now, that's what's out. So it's like, like I want to say, like I guess I could see what people are saying, but at the same time, like it's hard out here to find. Uh, I, you know how hard? Okay, this is really random and really off topic. But do you know how hard it is to find like a regular cute shirt that's long but isn't like a basic tee that is literally the hardest thing to find right now everything's crop this crop that but I guess it's also because high-waisted pants are still in so it's supposed to like balance out but yeah I don't I'm just saying like this fashion is what is now and so I feel like what they what they were wearing per se wasn't bad like I don't know and it's what's trending yeah and like it feels weird that people were like, I don't know, I, I'm gonna just say it. <laughs> I think it's weird that like when people saw it, like their first thought was, "This is sexual," you know? Because like I feel like when I looked at it, I was just like, "Oh, this is cute. Oh, this is nostalgic. Oh, their music's good." Like it was like the furthest thing from my mind that like there is some sort of like sexualization happening here, and so yeah, I just think this whole I don't know. It just I'm creeped. That's all. I'm just a little creeped out by just the fact. You know what it is? I feel like this would not be an issue, but just because you mentioned like Cajun is their creative director. So there's a problem because she's a little creep herself in a way. Um, so yeah. Now I will say 
that one thing one thing I do agree with what people were saying was that I don't think um, Minji should have been wearing that pimpish drawers because like why? That's not good. But also they just okay I know we're going to talk about this later but they just put out their song Cookies and I was like you know I was down for all the releases that they put out but then when Cookie came out I was like uh, uh I I can see people having an issue with this because it's, the video and the lyrics itself can be very suggestive. Like, like don't get me wrong. Like, there were pieces of their choreography that I thought were really cute, were nice. There, it was good, but like there were other parts where I was like, um, this could be viewed as a little sexual. And I don't know if it's because I did had done like all this research on this one little. Th- this topic that we're talking about but like my mind was just like this is not going to go over well this no like in my mind that I was thinking I know we're not we're talking about like hype right now but in my mind I was thinking like this song could have gone to like Red Velvet like and they're older and I feel like they could like if they did this song I I wouldn't think anything of it and I wouldn't think like I wouldn't think twice but yeah cookie is not i mean cookie is very suggestive i don't i don't know okay i don't know if in korea they also have they use like you know here in the western world when someone says like cookie we're talking about like um how do i properly say this on this podcast a woman's private parts yeah 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 that 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 yeah i'm talking about like it's like a second it's like a second word and so when they said it, I was just like, Ooh. and then, but then my mind was like, oh, maybe they're talking about a little dessert. But then I think that's just me, like, like not there's okay, okay, that's suggestive too, and they do say that, but like, because sometimes people, you know, they make they bake cookies for the people that they they like and they got a crush on, and and but there's that's just me trying to make an excuse for <laughs> for what has been put out, so. Yeah, I just think all in all, I agree with what she said. And this is just, this is a tough one because, like, I really want to support this group so much, which I do. I support them because I think they're talented and I like their music. But kind of like you, I don't think I would ever stand them. But I mean, I can barely keep up with standing BTS, let alone another group. So that's the other thing. <laughs> like, do I have the mental capacity to like stand multiple groups? I don't. Like, those of you that are out here that are multi stands, like legit multi stands, like all power to you because I don't know how you do it. Like, that's like a full time job. Um, but yeah, I don't know if I'll ever stand them, but I do want to support them. Um, I know it was a whole issue where they were like, you were talking about how like if you're an adult, you shouldn't buy their stuff. Um. Wait, did you talk about that on here? Or was it all horn? Oh, no, I think I said that, that like, because they're minors, or if you're an adult, you know, you shouldn't be supporting minors, and um, you're weird if you do that, basically. Okay, I don't think we're weird, but... (laughs) I don't think so either. (laughs) But, I mean, I know it was, like, a whole thing where, like, people were like, if you buy their merch, that's weird because they're minors, and you have pictures of minors in your home, and blah, blah, blah. And, um... I just think their merch is really cute. It's like a cute little purse. And when I first saw, like, I don't know. I think it's just me. I don't know if I'm naive or like maybe I'm not up with the times, but I don't see. I I I like literally when all of this came out, 
I was just like, before I even knew about this Cajun thing and people talking about how they don't like the fact that they're minors, my mind was just like, oh my God, their concept is so nice. It's very nostalgic. I love. And when I saw the merch, I was like, yes, I like the part. The purse concept is so nice. I really love it. And then when you hear all this stuff, I'm just like, how does your mind go there? Like, how, how, why, how, okay. And then I'm just like, I really feel bad for new jeans themselves because all of this is happening surrounding and it's like, they probably worked really hard for this debut and not many, not many trainees are able to debut. I mean, I feel like I heard a story of a girl that was a trainee for like 10, 15 years and never made it. And I think there's like another guy that I saw that was a trainee for a while. And it's just so crazy. Like people will train forever. And it's just like, these girls probably worked really hard to get to where they are and to to think that like because because of the person that um the person that is directing them they have this like negative connotation towards the group already and it's just really kind of sad I feel bad for them and so yeah but I mean all in all I feel like I said all in all like multiple times probably but like I'm trying to close my thoughts it's just like everything pops up in my head basically I like the music. I support the group. I don't support Hajin because, you know, she's a little creep. But I support the group. And, um, yeah, I just think the, uh, I might be going into my thoughts for when we review the actual album. So I'm going to shut up right now. <laughs> um, well, since I was going to talk about this later... But you have brought up Cookie. Oh, yeah. Because that's something I wanted to say since we were talking about it now. So apparently, which I don't know, girl, I was so close to, oh, my God. When I heard that song, I was like, no, no. Because I knew, like, with, with the, like this was the worst song to yeah. come out with after all of this, like, controversy that's been going on. I was like, like, literally, my heart was just, my heart was sorry hurting. I was like, no. Mm-hmm. like you said in the western world it has very negative connotation not negative yeah. i wouldn't say that but suggestive that's what i meant to say suggestive um but and honestly i don't know so apparently they and i think i didn't okay so i didn't quite look into this part but apparently they had clarified in a live or something that cookies refers to making their albums so yeah that's yeah and to me it kind of feels like they're just trying to cover themselves cover their you know what because I feel like how how and maybe you know maybe we're coming at this from like a western point of we are coming at this from western point of view and so it's like maybe to us it just means something different but like how like they have to know like I don't know maybe they really don't know Maybe they don't know, and maybe it's not suggested as, as, as at all. But are we also trying to like listen? So apparently, cookies refers to them baking. Baking the cookies refers to them making the album. That that's what the cookies are, and then the chocolate chips are like the the songs and stuff like that. Like and all the little extras that they talk about in the song is them like there's the the songs and they're saying how like um they're saying how like oh you know you you can't you, you some there's something about like you can't you can only find it at my house or whatever 
it's like you say that you could only find <laughs> this type of music or these songs you know in our album mm-hmm. so apparently that's what it's supposed to be and you know I really I'm really I was really trying like I really I really want to believe this I really do I really want to believe that it's because at first I was thinking like you like okay this means not nothing like what and then also also they're saying that the English translations may be some mistranslations so that happens yeah it does happen I don't know if it happened here but yeah that happened (laughs) I don't know because I'm in my head I'm like is this a reach or like are they really just trying to cover up for the fact that it clearly seems very suggestive or are we just thinking that from a western perspective this is a very suggestive song and maybe we're the ones that are dirty minded and it's about making albums I I think that maybe that's what um Cajun told them that the song was about like that's 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 what that's what she was trying to I don't know okay so by the okay so by the way Cajun works I would assume that she also knew what the second meaning behind it was and so maybe she thought like oh like this this song will like age well because it Mm. could mean two things um but I don't know because that's still just nasty but um, I don't know I feel like maybe the okay honestly I truly think the girls believe that the song's really about them making music because that's basically what they were saying right was them Mm -hmm. making music and all that good stuff so I mean I think for the girls yeah I believe that they believe that do I think that was the idea when the song was I'm guessing the song was picked. I don't know. I don't know who wrote the song. I don't know any of that I'm stuff. Not sure um, didn't look into that, but I'm assuming that they did not write the song. Um, so I'm assuming it was picked for them. So I, yeah, I think people knew what was up when they were picking it, but they just told the girls it was something different. Um, and you said that they believe that the the lyrics were translated wrong. That's possible too. I mean, I remember. There was a clip of, I don't know, I think it was Jesse, and she, I don't, I think she was watching her new, like a new music video that she put out or something like that. Oh, no, you're talking she, about. Yeah. And so she was watching it live and she was like, hold on, hold on. That's not what that means. That's not what that says. This translated wrong. I got to let them know because this is translated wrong. That's not what that means. And so I, I can tell that's what it happens. And I mean, that also happens when you like watch K dramas because you're like, yeah. Um, that's not what that means I know what that really means (laughs) and that's not that's not what this character was trying to say and so that I mean that could happen too I don't know I just feel like everything is very like coincidental or like it just happens to work in their favor what you're saying is they manipulated the girls into believing that the song was about something else when it's really about something else like something else (laughs) I didn't see it that way, but I guess in a roundabout way, yes. I think they were manipulated to believe in that. But I don't know. Mm. But I mean, look, again, we're like adults. And so we, and we're adults, we live in the United States. So we know there's like a second meaning to cookie. So like, I mean, not the song, but like you, okay, we explained that earlier. But <laughs> I think maybe, maybe, I don't know, maybe if I'm younger, maybe if I was like a teenager, I probably wouldn't 
think that like maybe I don't know. I don't know, but I could I'm tell like, if I was a I'm teenager. I, I yeah, I don't know. They're like a teenage girls. I don't know. They give me oh, no. Wait, hold on. That's not a good. I'm about to. They give me like a Britney Spears kind of vibe, but that's not really good. <laughs> Britney is a legend, and her Britney was very intelligent. Yeah, when she, yeah, she grabbed the hearts of all of us teenage girls, and we were we were out here singing songs, and I feel like that's kind of what they are for. For the younger kids okay. out there, so yeah, I don't know. This is like a weird topic for me. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I was because we were talking about it, and that the song came out, and yeah, and I'm just like, well, actually, this is not about that. So I was just letting you know what the what, what the streets are saying. That's all. The streets, or you mean hive? <laughs> Because the streets are saying something different. <laughs> well, it depends on what side of Twitter you're on, I guess. That's or what true. side. That's true. I don't know. I feel like a lot of people are online are also torn over over new jeans. They're like, yeah. do you support them or do you not support them? Because of what you know, their people are like, not the group members, but Kijan basically. Do you support them? Because through supporting them, you're supporting her. And if you're mm-hmm. supporting them, it's basically saying that what she's doing is okay and she can get away with it. Which clearly she's been doing for years because at SM she had some issues as well. Mm-hmm. So clearly people are telling her it's okay. Especially since she got a new job. And so she's just doing the same thing. I don't know. I think maybe they should just let her only work with of age trainees. Maybe she just doesn't want to. I don't know. Well, that's creepy. <laughs> Which is what the whole point of this topic is. <laughs> and I will say that I have supported artists of companies that are like, we all have, I feel like, have supported artists of companies that are kind of shady or kind of like, we don't agree with yeah. the people in charges, like, ma- way that they're managing the artists or whatever. Yeah. So unless there's something like, like, unless one of the girls themselves does something like not that I don't agree with like or whatever I'm probably just gonna still support them yeah okay so um <laughs> this went on for a while uh, but did you have anything more that we could say we didn't really like final thoughts about this or final thoughts is that I agree with the um what everybody likes to say the netizens um I agree with y'all that um, Hajin is. A, I wouldn't say she's a pedophile because, like, she she hasn't been like technically. She hasn't technically done anything that she's gotten really in trouble for. So I I guess I should say she has pedophilic tendencies. Um, I agree with that. Um, but what I don't agree with is not supporting the group because I think they they could go far. Especially with um, with their the concept that they're going with. I'll I'm talk about the concept later, but I think I I like the group. Like their music's good, so yep. Okay, um, and I agree with you. Okay, so moving on to something happier and a bit lighter. Um, so we're gonna move on to uh, TXT and J Hope's Lollapalooza performances. So this past Saturday and Sunday, as of the 
time that we're recording this episode, they had recently, they had performed at Lollapalooza in Chicago. Hmm. Um, and yeah, so Amber, what, are your, what were your thoughts about the Lollapalooza performances? Um, that's about it. What, what were your thoughts? So for TXT, they started a little late and I, I feel like it was due to technical difficulties. I, I feel like maybe it had to do with their um, the little screens that they have that normally has like their speeches on it. The teleprompter. That's oh. what I'm trying to say. The teleprompter. Because I saw them like stand in front of it for a little bit and we were like, what's going on? What's taking them so long? Mm-hmm. Um, but I thought maybe that's what it was. I, don't, I didn't do any research online. I'm just going based off assumptions. Um, <laughs> so yeah. Um, and then also I thought it was really sad that they thought no one would show up to, to see them perform. And I was just like, that's really sad. But I guess that's a fear that like any artist would have. Um, doing anything especially a festival you know it's very interesting okay this is not about txt but it's very interesting as i was watching um so i like tuned in here and there throughout the festival especially when it got closer towards when txt and j-hope were going to perform um and it's really crazy because it just seems like everyone in the crowd were just gen like genuine just music lovers and it's not like and they were really supporting everyone in a way like I don't know it was just it was very heartwarming to see I guess because like even if they really didn't know the artist or maybe they knew like a song here or there they were still shouting singing along like or even if they didn't sing there were like there were so many like army bombs and like txt lights that were going on while like other performance performances were happening and I was like okay everybody here be supportive I love it and so I think that was really cool about like that festival um aspect. But going back to TXT, um, I love the set list. And I just want to say I knew for a fact they were gonna do anti-romantic because you know it was it went viral. It was viral on the TikToks. So I knew they were gonna do it. And I'm surprised I didn't see anyone do like the anti-romantic dance that they did um on TikTok. But um, yeah, and I think they did absolutely amazing um as they always do they did really good um but after after we went to go see them in new york like i wouldn't expect anything less like i feel like that really solidified to me just how great they are as performers and like yeah if you guys haven't heard that episode you can go go listen to it it's the previous episode um yeah yeah (laughs) so yeah those are my thoughts about txt how about you melissa um, I agree. They did amazing, really great performance. They, I loved all of the songs that they chose. I didn't know that song. I mean, I knew they came out with the song with um, Ian Dior. I have no idea who that person is. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm really showing my age, I guess. I don't know. Um, but I think he's a new artist. I, I looked him up briefly. Um, I didn't know any of his songs. Mm-hmm. Anyways, point is, um, it's the only song that that's the only song that I didn't really know, but I did like the fact that they did a collaboration song and brought out someone that they did a collab with, and it seemed like they had a really good like energy between the two of them. Mm-hmm. I did look when I did look up his age. He's the same age as Yeonjun, so they probably all got along pretty well. I don't know who else is Yeonjun's age. I'm sorry, <laughs> if there's anyone else's age. <laughs> I don't know. I think, anyways, the point is, 
Um, I liked all of the songs. Um, uh, I was really excited that they did Frost. I don't know why I keep thinking that Frost is like this like B-side that no one cares about. I don't know. But I was shocked when they did Frost. And I was like, oh, they really did it. Um, I really liked um, the rock version that they did of... Um, well, Good Boy Gone Bad is, is already sort of like a rock sort of song, but it sounded, I don't know, more rockish. Because they had a live band. <laughs> okay, that could have helped. That's probably what helped. <laughs> um, and yeah, they just did amazing. And once again, like, I don't know, there were no backup dancers or anything. It was just them. And I think I was worried. I think I'm always worried about or watching them because I don't know I feel like when I think of festivals I think of artists who move around the stage a lot Mm -hmm. and they're very like choreo focused and so I think I was worried that they wouldn't utilize the stage but um they did (laughs) so I don't know (laughs) but that was just what I was thinking when I when I initially like heard that TXT was going to be there I was like oh so they're probably going to be in like one spot the whole time majority of the time which they still kind of were but they did also like you know dance around the stage and so they did that part of it too and after seeing them in New York I just I agree that um didn't expect anything less than perfection from them or at least you know great performances and it was really excited also I think I had I thought it was, I don't know, I thought it was strange that they kept saying that um, they didn't know that if that their fans, if that fans were going to show up or that there were going to be fans for them in the audience. Because I'm sitting here like, do they really not know, like, who they are? They don't. <laughs> don't. Like, or, they're just, or they're just being humble, you know? Yeah, okay. They, they could just be being humble. Yeah. And but I mean, the- that is a fair, though. I mean, yeah, they might have fans. I mean, I guess it's like fans might have come to their concert because it's their concert. But mm-hmm. I think to them, they're like, okay, but who's going to come to a festival to only see us perform for like, I think they're going to perform for like 45 minutes, I think, or something. Yeah. So it's like, who's just going to pay to come see us for a little bit of time, you know, well, at a festival? But I think, you know, I think it kind of helped that J-Hope was performing the next day because it kind of, there were a lot of ARMY that were there too to support. And I feel like a lot of ARMY are also like HYBE fans. Okay, aside from that one group we just talked about, I feel like they, because TXT is BTS's little brother group. Mm. Um it's kind of automatic, not necessarily automatic, but it's kind of like if you like BTS, you're probably gonna like TXT also. I mean, TXT just makes good music on their own too, but it's just like there were a lot of army there with their like sticks, and so I don't know. And it kind of just made sense, like to be there. Like J Hope was gonna be there on Sunday, TXT's gonna be there on Saturday. Why not make a weekend of it? Um. So I don't know if this sounds bad, but I just think it kind of helped. And I don't know, to me, I feel like that was part of the strategy in having TXT perform or approving for them to perform. Because it's like, well, J-Hope is going to be there. So it's kind of guaranteed that fans will probably be there to see TXT too. Um, 
But didn't have people have to pay for two separate tickets? I mean, yeah, they did. But I'm just saying, like, if you were like gonna be there to see J Hope, you were probably just gonna uh, take like we normally do. Yeah, we're just like we're already there, so let's just do it. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, it's not to say that they're not a great group because they're standing like alone by themselves. They are a really great group, and I'm not saying that like people wouldn't have shown up, but I just think it was just a good strategy. <laughs> That's all. Anyways, those are my thoughts about TXC's performance. Um, and yeah, so the next day, J Hope performed. So, Amber, what are your thoughts about J Hope's performance? First of all, who is J? Because <laughs> it was like, you could call me. Yeah, wait, no. He said, I'm J Hope, but you could call me J. And I'm like, <laughs> Who's Jay? I'm like, who's Jay? I was like, I know you as Jung Ho Suk. <laughs> Wait, I'm sorry, I can't move myself. I know him as Jung Ho Suk, Hobi, J Ho. Who's Jay? <laughs> <laughs> and the way he said it, he like, you can call me Jay. I was like, oh, oh, so, so we're getting Jay today. Okay, and you know what? I like Jay, and I was just, I don't know. I was just really proud of him. I mean, it was like a whole, like, they did, like, a they already knew how big he was, because they did, have like, this whole, like, moment for him, and I feel like, I, I don't know, it, I guess it just dawned on me in that moment that he was, like, the first Korean artist to headline um, that festival so I thought that was very interesting I really liked it um but anyways yeah I was proud I was really proud of him and I know that man was tired like I was sitting here thinking like he I don't like he's never performed for a whole hour without like his members you know and I feel like being a solo artist there's so many bits and pieces that you have to take into consideration you gotta think about like oh what am I going to take a break what am I going to do this like how am I going to keep the energy up like because you usually like if he's tired he might be able to groove a little bit while Jungkook or Jimin is on the other side singing their little hearts out like you know there's always someone to back him up where like here just like him but I guess he had like army to back him up you know in the crowd um and can I talk about this little this little like can't remember what song it was but he put his his arm up and he did this little like little baby tap on the on the ground i can't remember what performance i don't know when i saw it i don't know he had a certain swag with this this performance and was it was it hang sung hang sung is that how you say that hang sung I don't know. I think it's he says it's Hang Sang. Hang so. Sang. Okay, so I said it right the first time. Okay, anyways, I think it was Hang Sang. I don't know, but I was just like, it was just really. I don't know. This whole thing was I, okay. I can't. Okay, I'm just really proud of him, and I'm really happy that Army were able to go there. And I feel like I don't know. I don't know if he was expecting so many people to actually know the lyrics because I heard a lot of people singing like the lyrics to like his songs, and I feel like. I was like, oh, I wish I was in that crowd. Honestly, I was low-key jelly because <laughs> I was like, what? He did baseline. He did like all of these songs. And I was like, oh, I'm so jealous. Like I was in my room dancing as if I was in the crowd with them. Cause I was just like, he like he's doing so good and it's so amazing. And I don't know, it was just crazy. Um, and I will say that the face during what if scared the crowd 
crap out of me. <laughs> like at first I was like, oh, this is cool. This is cool. And I was like, okay, this is this is interesting. And then I just found myself standing in my room like, okay, I'm getting creeped out now. <laughs> this is creepy. I don't like it. So when it transitioned from old, old dirty bastard, was that supposed to be him? When it transitioned from him? Like in the face? Was it supposed to be J-Hope in the face? Supposed to be J-Hope? Yeah, this is, I guess, yeah. That's what I thought. I mean, because it was weird because it like, it, it went from someone that looked like him to someone that didn't look like him. But then like, it was fake and it was creeping me out. You know, Melissa, I tried not to look too hard. <laughs> that's what I kept thinking. I was like, okay, so I get that old dirty bastard, but then who is that? It's supposed to be J-Hope? <laughs> because, I don't know, there was like a middleman and I'm like, I don't know who this middleman middle is. <laughs> but I guess you're right. It's it's when they were transitioning. But yeah, I don't, I was, uh, yeah, mm-hmm, I was creeped out. Um, but I think the last thing I want to say is that I was, I'm really happy that he brought um, Becky G out. I don't know. I realize I don't know if this was like a hive strategic plan, but I like that they brought they shared the stage with artists that they've worked with. And I, I didn't realize how close him and Becky G were even after working together through all this. Like you could tell that they had like a legit friendship. And um, I thought it was funny because somebody said that, like, on her, I think, I think it was, like, on her Instagram story or something, she had, like, taken a screenshot of J-Hope performing, like, oh, wow, bro's doing such a good job. And then, like, <laughs> and then, like a few minutes later, she's on stage with him. And everyone's like, wait, what? Like, how did this happen? Like, where did you come from? So, yeah, I don't know. J-Hope did good. Um, I know he was tired, and I love this set list because I was a little worried about how he was going to make it work. Because like his newest album's only like twenty two minutes long, so I was like, I wonder what he's going to fill up the other bits and pieces of it. I think. How can I forget to say this? I'm really happy he did just dance. I haven't seen that in like forever in a day and I remember when I first saw it I was like oh my god you better go ahead and everybody was like J-Hope 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 and so it was really good okay I'm done where are you <laughs> um yeah I thought he was I thought he was hot <laughs> first <Yeah>. of all <laughs> when he came out I was like oh my god who is this mm-hmm. uh, yeah he's definitely a strong he came out really strong um and yeah, and I, I agree that I was just really proud of him. He's an amazing performer, but we all kind of knew that. But this is the first time, you know, he's been on the stage by himself, like, for the whole time. So, um, yeah, um, I liked the set list. He was also, okay, before I get to the set list, he was cursing a lot. and like. <laughs> I was like, oh, oh, so is this is this Jay? Is this what Jay does? Yeah, that's Jay. Jay curses a lot because, like, I mean, lately, you know, uh, from the when we saw them at um in Vegas, it seems like BTS has just been like cursing a lot in mm-hmm. general. But I don't know, like, he did it multiple times. I was like, oh, okay, this is what we do. This is who we are. All right, well, let loose. Mm-hmm. Um, but okay, so back to the, what I was gonna say. I really like the set list. I. Yeah, I could definitely tell he was, like, kind of getting tired when he sat down. He sat down 
after like but he had done like maybe eight songs or something like that so he's still like so he had been going for like over a half hour mm-hmm. without a break um but he sat down and he said something he started singing or not singing he started rapping a little bit and he was like okay i'm ready now <laughs> <laughs> i was like okay yeah you can take a breath <laughs> And I could see him. I mean, he still had energy, but he still kind of looked like, dang, I still got like a few more songs to go. <laughs> I'm pretty sure the audience sang Dynamite. I'm pretty sure he didn't really sing any of that mm-hmm. song. But that's fine because he was dancing, but I guess he was trying to conserve some energy too. Um, But in terms of, so in terms of the set list, I wish he had performed Airplane Part 2. That was the only, not, sorry, not Part 2. Um, airplane, yeah. I don't know why I was thinking part two. Um, yeah, the airplane. I because I don't know. I really like that song, but maybe it's too vibey for a festival. I don't know. I mean, he did Blue Side. You're right, but maybe only only one one song that's vibey like that should be maybe. in the set list. And the interlude song from Jack in the Box was really like a transition song. So I don't know why he did Blue Side. I was a little confused because he didn't do anything. He just moved around he was taking a break <laughs> he needed a break <laughs> jay needed a break and it was so funny on twitter people were like oh i love blue side i'm so glad he did it i'm like what do you love about it you don't say nothing i like, like blue, blue side. side too though i mean it's a vibey song but it's not like but i guess i guess to me it's like what do you like about it besides the fact that it's vibey because he only says two words in it <laughs> it's the vibe melissa the vibe <laughs> okay all right okay um this one song that i thought we could do without was dynamite the tropical remix i was like yeah they could have replaced airplane with that like yep. i don't know none of the like i could see if like jimin jimin I don't know if I'm saying sorry I was sorry y'all so I have watched like a TikTok apparently I think I'm saying like all the members names wrong so I don't know so I think it's Jimin so mm-hmm. if, I, I could see like if he had come down and like did like a cute little moment with him but he didn't and so I was like what was the point of putting this song in here other than the fact that Dynamite was like you know their breakout english song in the u.s that's the only thing i could think of because i was like what was the point of adding in this song um they could have just and also i don't know i feel like i was thinking about it like i like the song all the songs he did and i get why he Mm -hmm. um sang like the new songs first but i almost feel like arson like I, I was expecting arson to be like the last song because that was the most recent i guess i'm not used to artists singing like their most recent works first and then their older works or songs later so i don't know i thought that was kind of weird because to me i i speak coming out with more and then i felt like becky g and whoever like i, I felt like the the happier songs could have probably went in the middle somewhere or i don't know like the group stuff um, could came in the middle and then like he could have ended with Arson but I don't know maybe because that album is so different from the second album maybe like when they were organizing it it just made more sense to put all the dark songs first mm-hmm. and then have all the light songs together 
I don't know. So I thought the order was kind of weird, and but I really liked the but I really really liked the first half, and I like that he did just dance too. It had been a while since I've seen that song. Um, and other than that, I really liked it, and I'm really happy for him, and I'm excited. Um, oh, okay. Well, I guess uh, yeah. Okay, and then also. I mentioned about Jimin. <laughs> okay, I mentioned him earlier, but I'm also glad. I'm also kind of glad that he didn't, because some people were saying how he might go on the stage with him. Um, because I think like I think Big Sean was like before, and he brought out his. I don't think they're married. Anyways, Janae had come out. Um, his baby mama, and she did like a couple songs with him. So I think thinking like oh he's gonna bring out Jimin and they're gonna do like something together but I'm kind of glad he didn't I'm kind of glad he just stayed in the back just hyping him up mm-hmm. also I'm really glad that he came to support him from all the way from Korea and I thought that was really cool but um but but I'm glad that J-Hope had his moment to be J-Hope and to show like him as a solo artist because I do feel like I mean I don't know I'm it's not all army it's not all army but I do feel like sometimes people like still kind of group them as like them and they expect like even when they like go live and stuff like they're always asking about other members yeah they're always asking about other members and so I feel like this was his time to shine on his own and I appreciated him being able to do that and to show that to the world and yeah I'm really excited I also love this hair um that goes along that's that's a that's a add on to when I said that he was hot earlier I love the hair because I love a good mullet um I think there may have been I think they, some of them may have been like extensions could just been maybe not because I know he has been growing his hair his hair did look like has been looking longer lately um that's all I'm gonna say I'm gonna end with, with his hair um I have something really quick to say okay um um oh my god you said it earlier and I was like Oh, but then you just kept talking, and I and I forgot to interrupt you. Oh, I just you forgot to interrupt you. Um, you were talking about dynamite, the dynamite. Yeah, I, I yeah, I agree. You think that could have been left, but I was also thinking. I don't know. Okay, this has nothing to do with J Hope, but I just wanted to say this. I really didn't like the backup dancers. Um, the one outfit. No, it's the outfit. It's the outfit choice. Uh just an outfit choice. I didn't like the the pink outfit. The girl she had like this like crop top like jersey type thing that was tucked in the back of her pants. I'm talking about the girl that had like the pink bathing suit on with the um the white pants and blonde hair. I don't know. I the maybe long I'm just blonde thinking, hair? Huh? The long blonde hair? Yeah. Oh the wig, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just didn't. I just didn't like that little little outfit. I was just like, they could have just left the t-shirt alone that was tucked in the back. But yeah, um, I, yeah, I just felt the need to say that. But also, I really liked his little outfit change. Like it transitioned from like his dark moment because he was dressed in all black to his little white moment. And I like how his shirt it had like a little tie to it, and it was like it was cute. I thought I it know. was cute. He's cute. Okay, I love him. I'm done. <laughs> I thought it was strange that that man came out there shirtless. I was like, well, maybe they're going with the concept, like festival concept. Yeah. The backup dancer. Yeah. <laughs> Why did he put on his shirt? Yeah. 
I mean, okay. Yeah, That's what they want to go with. That's all I wanted to say. Um, oh, one more thing I wanted to add. I like that he popped out of the box. But he came on stage both times after the, yeah, the first time and then, you know, after the music that you mentioning that he um changed clothes reminded me of that. And um and I remember oh sorry, go ahead. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I was just going to say, like, that's something that people were talking about on social media. Obviously, we spent a lot of time, or maybe it's just me. I spent a lot of time on social media. So I see, like, all of these, like, theories and stuff. But, like, that was one of the things people were saying that, like, they they hope he's going to, like, pop out of stage like that. Um, and, and it goes with his Jack in the Box concept, you know. Okay, two things I want to say, and then these are my last two comments about, about his performance. One, I whenever I saw the Jack in the Box thing, I just thought about how he was so scared to turn the Jack in the Box thing <laughs> when he was doing it. And I was just like, hmm, I wonder if he was scared of it. <laughs> and then I'm the sure. second thing. Oh, go ahead. Oh, no, I was going to say, I was sure we're going to get like a Bangtan bomb about it or something. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the second thing was, I don't know. I don't know if you saw this or maybe I was like reading too much into it. But I think it was the first time that he went to sit down it looked like he was a little scared because he was sitting down on the edge of the thing that he popped out of like the box he popped out of and it looked like he was scared and then part of me was like oh jay um jay hope's coming now he's a little scared (laughs) (laughs) i know that is that that's so funny oh no it was just me i mean i should have took to twitter and see if anyone said anything I was like, ooh, he he was a little scared there. <laughs> but that's all. Um Okay. So Okay, one last thing I wanted to say before I move on. I really like because you mentioned the Hang Sang. I just want to mention, like, I don't think I mentioned like some of the favorite songs that I liked. I was so hyped during Hang Sang because yes. I've always wanted to see that live and he just killed it. Like, I don't know. I think that when he did a song and everyone was just chanting with him mm-hmm. and, and like singing the song with him, I was just like, yeah, he's a star. Like he's a he's a he's a superstar. Like mm-hmm. do you see the swag? Like you had mentioned earlier, he has so much swag. He has so much swag. Like I knew he was swaggy, mm-hmm. but he is so swagged out. And I was just like and that was when I was like, I wish I was in the crowd. Yeah. I wish I was there. But then I thought about all of the bodies like up against me and stuff. And I was like, eh, maybe not. Yeah, no. But <laughs> But still, um, okay, that's all I was gonna say. Anything more you want to say about J Hope and or TXT's performances? Uh, no. Wait, I did like TXT's outfits. I did like how two like two members were wearing the checkered. Maybe it's plaid. Maybe it's plaid pants. I don't know. I can't remember if they were checkered or plaid. But then, like the others were wearing like jeans. I thought it was cute that like they were like together and matching, but they weren't at the same time. I don't know. I like when they do that. Okay, I'm done. Their outfits were really nice, and they went along with the whole rock. They were very consistent with the the, the songs and the themes and the outfits. It mm-hmm. all met together. Last week, I was gonna say I love that Jimin and J Hope were there at TXC yes. performance to support. So that was nice. That was cool. Okay, so now we're going to move on to comebacks and debuts. And there's one debut that we're going to talk about, which is New Jeans. They came out with their first EP album. And we're going to talk about our favorite songs, the music videos, um, and overall thoughts. So starting with our favorite songs, Amber, what, was your, what were your favorite songs? 
So of course it was attention because you know, look for attention. That that's my jam. <laughs> and then the whole part where they're like, drop a question, drop a drop a question, another attention, another attention. Like, ah! okay. Anyways, I really like that song. And then the second one I liked was Hype Boy, which I I think when I first heard it, I was just like, mm, nah, the song's okay. But like I listened to it again, and I was like, oh wait, I really like this song. So yeah, those are my those are my two favorite songs. Probably attention is more my favorite song than hype. Okay, anyways, go ahead, Melissa. <laughs> well, the only one that I really liked as my favorite song was attention. Also, um, I still like hype boy, but attention is like is top set for me. It's just super catchy. Love the chorus. Um, it was a great pre debut song to pre debut with. Yep. Okay. Um, music videos they had which is really interesting and I don't know if other groups have I think uh, I know other groups have done like pre-releases but I don't know about putting out like multiple music videos and songs before they actually debut so that was really interesting about this group and so they put out multiple music videos so they put out a music video for attention they put out multiple music videos for hype boy and they put out a music video for hurt um so Amber what are your thoughts about the music videos um for attention i liked it i feel like did i talk about this or i don't know i, I might have <laughs> said this earlier but i really liked it i like the like the 2000s 90s vibe that it gave off um it's still it's literally my favorite video out of all the videos that they're that they put out which yeah it's very interesting that they they put out basically their entire album before the album dropped except for cookie like that was the only one that didn't come out so like it was like i don't know this the way they did this was like interesting because it's like they basically instead of like introducing their album they more so like closed out the album by like dropping the cd so but yeah basically attention i really liked it um yeah like yeah that's it i just like the nostalgic piece of it i don't know that seems to be a theme lately um okay so for me uh i this was also my favorite video out of the ones that they put out um i thought the choreo was really fun um, I don't think my niece could handle doing that chorus part. Um, mm. Although, I don't know why I said that. I don't try any of the choruses, <laughs> any K-pop songs. But I just feel like it was cute. And it made me want to try it. Although, I wouldn't do it. Anyways, point is, I thought it was fun. Um, and I don't. I was wondering where they filmed it. Um, because, you know, there was a lot of diversity in the video um that's all well the but by diversity i mean like there were guys of different like backgrounds to look like um and yeah i don't know it was cute and very nostalgic like you said i mean i didn't want to repeat what you said because i agree with what you said it's just very nostalgic very early 2000s earlier we had talked about the outfits to me they were just what what's trendy right now because that's literally all you see like on social media like that seems to be what teenagers wear either that's cropped or like super oversized so i don't know it was a cute video what are your thoughts about hype boy um 
know. There wasn't. I, it was interesting. It's interesting that they did multiple versions of it. I think because I don't know. Yeah, and the dance was cute. I don't know. These they. It was a good video. I mean, they did multiple ones, and I think that was the one thing that made it stand out among the rest of them is that there were so many different parts and it was kind of like different stories in each one. Mm-hmm. Um, but yep, that's how I felt about Hype Boy. Okay. I don't know why I said boy like that. I'm sorry. <laughs> Hype Boy. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I kind of felt like what was the point of the multiple versions? And maybe they all had like slightly different storylines, but also felt like it was fine just being a music video like on its own, like by itself. Like just one. That's all we needed. Mm. Um, so I don't know. But um I thought so the I so I think I just liked the one with all of them, like without individual versions. I thought it was very fun. I just liked that they showed, you know, like teenagers doing what I don't know, what teenagers do. Like going to amusement parks and dancing. Well, how many people go to amusement parks and dance? They were at amusement parks. They were, you know, at, at, in a school. Um, they were just, you know, being regular teenagers. They were, I also don't know how many people dance in front of others at pool parties. But, I mean, I was going with it. Um, and it was just fun. So, yes, yeah, so I was going to say about high boy. It was fun. It was fine. I saw nothing, you know, wrong with it. I saw nothing, I don't know, out of the ordinary. It was just fun. Okay, moving on. Um, For Hurt, um, for me, I didn't, I don't really have too much to say about Hurt. I thought it was a very simplistic music video. It's just their faces close up. I think they really maybe just wanted to focus on the lyrics. I don't know. It was fine. The song is good. Um, what about you? Um, I feel like I felt the same way. It was a very chill music video. Honestly, it kind of reminded me of um, when we were looking at, was it first generation girl groups and stuff? It gave me like those vibes. But I also feel like back then in the night, there wasn't too much that you could do like cinematically in video- <laughs> videos anyways. So those kind of like close-up like just me being a team kind of um videos is like what was really popular back then but it was just like a chill music video yeah it was just like focusing on them singing that's all so maybe that was what they were going for like continue with the nostalgic theme i guess mm. this, yeah because i did i didn't i didn't think about that but maybe the filter did give it like i mean it was like a very soft like kind of glowing kind of filter and so maybe that's what they were channeling, like old or <laughs> old school, not old. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, and then the last music video was Cookie. I personally liked the choreo, and I thought you know this was a good one to show their dancing skills. We talked earlier about the lyrics and stuff like that, so I'm not going to get into that, but as a music video itself, I mean, I thought it was fun, but maybe you saw something that I didn't see with the choreo, but anyways, what were your thoughts? Um, I thought the choreo for the chorus was really cute. Um, I'm not going to lie, part of it, okay, that's probably the only, like, okay, other than the lyrics, 
Um, I feel like another part that I felt like was kind of weird, like sometimes, I don't know, I feel like in Cookie, it made me realize how young they were. Because, like, you mm-hmm. could tell that they were, like, really, like, this is their debut. Like, you could tell it was their debut. Um, and because sometimes it gave me, like, how do I say this? It gave me, like, dance cover vibes at mm-hmm. parts. Like, it didn't feel like they were, like, owning, uh, like, part of, I can't remember what part of the video where I felt this way. Because it wasn't the whole thing, like. Other parts they did really good. I don't know. It's just like maybe it was just the choreography didn't fit them very well or something. But it just it just didn't feel like it was their choreography. Like, you know, sometimes when you watch like the original people do the dance, you're like, oh, that's their choreo. Like that's that's for them. Where that part I really didn't feel that way. Um and yeah, I think the parts that I felt like were like a little weird, it was like a moment where like they're sitting on the bench and they're all like behind each other. Um, like it's like a row and like they're like popping out mm-hmm. like doing all this stuff and like at one point when she I think another thing is at one point when she said cookie like she had like put her hands like over her leg or something and I thought like like oh that's slightly suggestive didn't like that but I don't know but it's also a suggestive song like I had mentioned earlier so I'm just like yeah maybe maybe my brain was like already in that like space because of like what I heard the song was about you know but mm-hmm. anywho yeah I don't know I feel like they're gonna come a very long way you know they're just starting out and I think they're this is a very good I'm giving my overall thoughts when I should not be okay Cookie Choreo was great at some points that I liked it especially at the chorus okay so what are your overall thoughts <laughs> um I yep mm-hmm. I think they're they're gonna be great I think with some time I mean you can like I said like you can definitely tell it's their debut and so I really think through time they'll get you know they'll get better maybe they'll start owning their choreography some more um I, I will say that I liked how they put out a music video for every single like song even before the like official album came out which I mentioned earlier and um I'm really I'm really excited to see where they do go from here not only in their like dancing style and like how well they start performing but just also just with their vibe and style is very different from what's out there now like extremely different like before I feel like before this there was this like whole thing where I feel like I want to say and I could be wrong but I feel like Blackpink was like the 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 catalyst to start this thing off where it was like you know like I'm strong independent like you know just being like a strong woman kind of thing I feel like they kind of started it off a few years ago and now mm-hmm. I feel, I do feel like new jeans may start off this new like R&B K-pop mixture vibe that's about to come come about and I feel like we're going to see a lot more girl groups starting to do like this nostalgic theme hmm. um but I'm just I'm just waiting to see that so I think they might be a trendsetter in that but only time will tell so that's hmm. all I have to say hmm. foreshadowing foreshadowing okay I um you know, I just think these girls are just super talented. And, you know, I like all of the songs. I think they have far to go. 
Um, I do think that, you know, from a Western perspective, you know, cookie is suggestive. Um, but, you know, like you said, you know, they may be trendsetters because I didn't even notice it. But yeah, like all of the, pretty much all of the girl groups that I've heard, they've, well, I don't want to say that. A lot of the girl groups that I've heard, they have been coming out with this like cold, like girl empowerment or whatever type of concept, which is good and, you know, very empowering. Um, but it is nice to have like more of the R&B kind of nostalgia kind of vibes. So who knows, you know, we'll, we'll see what other groups come out with. And you're right. Maybe they could be trendsetters. All right. So moving on, um, Hyolin came back with her new EP, Ice. Um, so Amber, what were some of your favorite songs? Um, besides No Thanks, I really like Walk a Boom. Hmm. Um, I think I really liked it mainly just because it had like a really good like hard hitting like beat like during the chorus. I really liked it. Hmm. Um, and I can't remember who the rapper was, but I liked her. I liked her in it too. I don't think I've heard her before, or maybe I have and I didn't know it was her. But I really enjoyed it. What's your favorite? Well, mine is obviously the R and B influenced one. Yeah, of course. <laughs> body talk <laughs> that was a good song though it was really good it was good I mean yeah I'm kind of predictable at this point I feel like anything that's R&B influence or like 90s or early 2000s I'm probably gonna like but um I mean other than um I was gonna say lay and low but that song came out ages ago mm. um so I can't say that but I also really like lay and low um I did listen to walk a boom I really didn't, I didn't, it wasn't, it's not my, it's not my preferred type of music, but I will say that I love the music video. It was, it was very, like, it gave me girl, speaking of girl empowerment, you know, yeah. that's what it gave me. Like, she's mm-hmm. in the desert, she's got these, like, girls behind her, they're, like, doing choreo, like, it was, it was great. I also didn't know the rapper, and for the life of me, I cannot remember what her name is, because her name was in Hangul. Um, so I didn't even try to like decipher what her name is, unfortunately. Um, but she did; she was good. It's just I personally, it was kind of, and maybe because I I watched it like after getting off work, and I was just like, I can't because <laughs> it's almost borderline EDM for me. But um, I like the music video though; really good music video. Um, so yeah, my favorite one was Body Talk. Um, and yeah, so then the music video she came out with, um, well, the one we're going to talk about is because I think Walk Boom came out a while ago. Um, so the one we're going to talk about is No Thanks. Um, so Amber, what were your thoughts about the music video? I really liked it. I don't know. I just, I don't, I like when Kyolin do, does these like very like summery kind of music videos I don't know it might be also part because it reminds me of when she was in Sistar and they would always Mm. have like a hit for like the summertime I don't know when she dropped it I was like okay it's officially summer oh my god (laughs) 
And I thought the choreo was really cute, and I loved all the outfits. And I really liked the the green two piece outfit that had that like I wouldn't say it was glitter because it wasn't, but it was like somewhat shimmery. Um, and I thought it was really cute. It was it was very summer. I don't know. It was just like a summer song. Um, <laughs> in the video, I really liked it. And she's just like, no thanks, no thanks. Okay, I'm done. Go ahead. What were your thoughts? Um, yeah, I think you pretty much said it all. You know, I thought this was just a very bright, fun, summer song. It was very energetic. People, it, everyone was very colorful. Or everything was colorful. Did I say everyone? I don't know. But it was Everyone very- was colorful, though. They had a lot of colorful outfits on. They did. And she was, like, kind of sassy. Mm-hmm. Was, like, and anyways, it was cute. It was cute. It was a good, like you said, it was a good summer song. Um, and it was released right, you know, in the thick of summer. So good timing. And that's what I was going to say about this song. Um, or a music video. Yeah, music video. Okay, so overall uh, thoughts about the album. Um, Amber, what were your thoughts about the album? I feel like I kind of said this before. It's it's a fun summer album to me. I mean, even with um, Body Talk, it was still, I mean, I don't know. I feel like it added, like, sometimes when there's, like, slower songs mixed in, you might feel like it's not very summery or upbeat. But, like, even Body Talk, I was like, oh, yes, girl, Body Talk. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm sorry, but, um. Yeah, I don't know. I just, I don't, I feel like I'm hardly ever disappointed with Kyolin when she puts something out. Like, she always puts out bangers. So, I really like it. I love it. So, Melissa, what were your thoughts? Um, yeah, I thought this was a good album. It's a really good mixture of like the fun, energetic kind of pop songs and then like R&B kind of sexy, slow songs. And there's not too many. I think it's only like maybe what, five or six probably like five I don't know six or seven anyways I'm making up numbers now so sorry but there's not that many songs of the album is what I'm trying to say but she did a really good well in balancing the different like genre not necessarily she didn't do too many genres but like you said it's it's not like all ballads it's not all pop songs and um it was just a good summer album (laughs) I mean yeah and I agree with you that I don't know if it's her voice because I was thinking about this too, like earlier. Like, do am I, am I gravitated towards albums because of the songs themselves or because of the voices? Can I don't know because even some of the songs where I was just like, eh, it's okay. I still liked it, but I think she just has an amazing voice. So I don't know if I thought it was that. I just really like her voice. Um. So, yeah, I just like her voice. Um. Anyways, so anything else you want to say about Shola? No. Okay. Okay, and so lastly, we're gonna talk about DPR Ian's new album. I think this is his first album. Actually, this is his first album. This is a follow up to his twenty twenty one debut EP mood swings in this order and this one is called mood swings into order so yeah so amber what were your favorite songs from this um album um i really 
really, 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 really loved um, ballroom extravaganza. Um, I literally like like the way the the way the lyrics were sung. I felt every single word. Like you just you just and I don't know if it's because like it was in English. Like <laughs> like well, the whole album's in English, right? I think so. Yeah. There was a couple points where he did say like some Korean words. I think the majority of it was in English. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe maybe I could just connect with it immediately. But I don't know because I, I feel like even if the song was in Korean, you could still you could feel that because I felt every single I felt every single word. It was so good. Um, and then my second favorite song was um, Ribbon. I don't. I can't tell you why I like the song. Honestly, I just when I heard it, I was like, yes, yes for this song. I love everything about it. Um, so those are those are my uh, two favorite songs i mean honestly this whole album was good so i mean just that might be like my two faves but like trust me there were like five or six other runner runner up so yeah what were your favorite songs um i just want to say yeah i agree with um how many times have i said that today but i agree that like the whole album was just really amazing Mm. and yeah it was just really good i don't know i just i feel like he's an artist like he's like an artist artist like i don't know he's just an artist anyways um but the ballroom extravaganza definitely i got chills Mm -hmm. like the first time i heard i was like this is amazing like it's amazing um and it's the and so the song and then it's one of the songs that i listen to like on repeat so like in terms of like criteria for what songs would be my favorite i tried to pick ones that I would still listen to and the ones I still listen to. And it was crazy. So I downloaded this song on my phone and it came up and I didn't, I think I forgot it was like him. And it came on shuffle and I was like, who is this? Why does it sound so familiar? I thought it was some like rock group that whose song that I randomly heard like just listening to like on Apple Music or something. And like, so I don't know, I guess that's, that was just proof that like he does like multiple genres and does them really well. I don't know. But um, anyways, so I really like Ballroom Extravaganza. I also really like One Shot. Um, I don't know. I think those lyrics are kind of, all of these are kind of sad. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> this one, so this one, the lyrics are sad. But like, I like the, I, I don't know. I just, I really vibed with it. I don't know. So those, but, but yeah, those are the two that stood out to me that, I know that I'm going to listen to over and over, but I also think I'm just going to listen to the album over and over. I download the whole album because it's just amazing. Um, anyways, okay. Okay, so moving on to the music videos. Um, he did put out a teaser for, I think, Ballroom Extravaganza um, previously, but the one that we're going to talk about is the one that's longer or, I don't know, more full length. It's the one that he put out for Seraph. One Shot, Mood, Ribbon. That's it. The official Mito movie, part one. Um, so, Amber, what were your thoughts about that? Um, He never disappoints. Like, he is so creative. Like, like you were saying earlier, he's a, like, artiste, like, a real one. Like, you know, I feel like some artists, like, they're only focused on the music. Or, like, they're, like, only focused on creativity. He just puts it all together. I mean, I feel like that's just... Okay, hold on. I mean, I know we're only talking about Ian, but, like, I feel like that's just how DPR is in general, like, as, like, 
a whole being, you know, <laughs> like they always, they always know how to make amazing visuals. Well, I guess that's definitely part due to Ian, period. But like, <laughs> but I mean, not period, because other people help. But like, I don't know. They're always so good at like visualizing like the lyrics and like he's just amazing. Like this was like amazing. And I will say it was kind of creepy, but not enough for me to feel uncomfortable, but just enough for me to understand like the uncomfort that was being like sung in all the lyrics. Like there was like there's like I don't know, to me I feel like this album just had like a whole like slight uneasiness to it and I feel like that was very well translated in this video um also the other one too but in in this video too um and I like fully cannot wait for part two um I will say I'm like I I feel like I have to go back and watch it a few times to understand the full storyline because I was left with a lot of questions because like I was wondering so there was a part of it where like people were coming for him <laughs> and they were coming after him. And then and I'm just like wondering, like, are these people for real or is this all in his head? Because at the beginning of the video, it, it, it said like insane. And so I was like, okay, so is he actually crazy? And these like really aren't real people. And this is just like, everything's in his head. And then I was thinking, well, if everything is in his head, like, did he, oh, wait, 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 trigger warning. <laughs> trigger warning, okay. Um, I guess trigger warning for self-harm. I don't know, not self, just blood. I don't know. I'm about to say something anyways, just a full trigger warning. But I was wondering, did he stab himself? Or did the people do it? Like, because, like, if he's crazy, like, I know when people are, like, you know, people, like, like, every time I see a portrait, it's, like, sometimes you see the storyline of, like, someone losing their mind, and then it's, like, they believe that there was someone there, but it wasn't, and it was all them, and they did all these things to themselves, but they fully believe that, I guess, like, people with schizophrenia, I guess some people say that, but I don't think this man has schizophrenia, and that's what I'm not, that's not what I'm saying, but, um. I guess I was just wondering, is the people real people that are coming after him or is this all in his mind and he's making up or or is 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 this just all a metaphor of like he's actually you know what I'm not even gonna go into this. I would say like he's actually the one that's trying to stop him from being great, but like I don't know. I don't I don't know. Anyways and then I guess I'm trying to figure out what the whole thing, I, I don't know if he's like an angel that went bad, but I don't know because like, I know he did like fell from the skies and then he like, okay, well, oh, okay, I guess. Well, okay, part of this is from like the other music video because like he fell from the skies. So you, you get the whole backstory to this one. Um, And so I was just wondering like, is he like a, angel gone bad or what i don't know i was just left with a lot of questions which is why i said i probably have to go back and watch this like a couple times i only watched it like once or twice but i feel like this is one of those things where like you got to watch it multiple times for you to in order to like really get the grasp on what he's trying to express through it but also something i don't have written down i do want to say that um sometimes i tend to forget that at some point he was like an idol <laughs> 
And so when he was like dancing, I was like, okay, you better go ahead with a little bit of choreo. I see you. But then I would be like, okay, wait. But he, at one point, that was his job. So, like, yeah, that's all I had to say. Um, yeah, I um, when he did the choreo part, I was a little shocked also. I was like, oh, <laughs> like, well, I didn't know him when he was in the, you know, the group or anything. Yeah, no. But, um, I guess he would have like a little bit of dance training and I've never seen him dance before. Mm. So that was interesting. Um, yeah, I agree with you. I think I have to go back and watch it again, maybe a couple more times overall. And I think I was going to, I think I was going to go more into it in like my overall thoughts. Um, because I didn't, I read an article that he did in Rolling Stone basically and um, he kind of explains more behind the whole, like, inspiration of this album in the article, which really helped clear up some things for me. Um, but just in general, with the production of this, like, music video part, I thought it was very theatrical, which makes sense when you read the article, because he talks about him, like, wanting... or being interested in like theatrics or whatever from a young age and I was like oh makes sense <laughs> I wrote that comment like that makes sense like he wrote that he um he wrote he said that he had like seen cats in Australia the uh musical the musical cats I was like oh that makes sense then um but anyways and so I thought it was very theatrical I really like that he tied in the way he tied in the different storylines and for the different for the songs and how they all merged together. Um, I thought the sets were amazing and the like just everything set up and <laughs> sorry, this sounded really bad the way everything was set up. But I just thought the set design and like I don't know how else to say it. Everything just went well together. Um and you know, I think I need to go back. So apparently this is a part of a three part series that he wants to do. So the first part I think I need to go back and listen to now uh, is the he said that one was like the color was like black or whatever mm. I don't know if or whatever was like the right thing to that's just a phrase that I say all the time but um and so this one the color the main color is like red which he said was associated with love and fury so maybe that's why there was like stabbing involved and anyways and then, so he's thinking that in the last album or the last part to this is going to be like white. So like, so you're right that, and so, and I guess that's good that we all got that like, it's obviously about an angel that's falling. And I think it's about the angel. I think the the series is about the angel, like trying to climb out of the light, which he said is kind of how he felt or feels with bipolar disorder. So, yeah. So the character is him. Yeah, I think so. The character is him or his bipolar disorder? I think it's him. So, okay, so he said Mido is like, is it Mido or Mido? I don't know. But it's like his alter ego. And so... I think it's like, and so he mentions a lot in the lyrics, like two worlds and stuff like that. And so it's like him, but also, <laughs> I'm just reading this so badly. 
it makes sense in the article though so i think it's like there's so there's him and and I, I think this album the album of the series of the albums is supposed to be like reflective of how like when he because he has bipolar disorder it, one of the issues that he has is he's always lets he doesn't let the good things that happen to him just be that just be good he's always like he doubts the good things that happen to him and so i think that that's really what the angel is supposed to represent so i think so i don't think that so yeah so i think that the the mito or the angel is really representing the bipolar disorder and him climbing out of that like dark space that he's in when he has when the the i guess the episode he called them manic episodes yeah um okay so he's uh, when that that's like supposed to be representing the manic episodes and and where and how he like climbs out of that, and that's what the series is supposed to represent. I don't know. It's just it's very deep, and maybe just think about the album like in a different way. Because I think even with the first one, I was like, this is really dark, but it makes sense that it's dark, knowing that it's about himself I guess and how he kind of feels on the inside so when he goes through this um personally so that was kind of my overall thoughts too but it, overall I mean I guess going back specifically to the music video to close out what I was gonna say um I also agree that just DPR like as a whole like they're very holistic in how they present their music it's not just about the music or the dance or whatever they don't really dance it was besides this one time that I've seen (laughs) dance but they're just very and everything is just very well constructed and I just I love albums okay never mind this is getting into the overall thoughts so that's that's all I'll say that this was um very well constructed music video and I really liked it and I need to go back and watch it Um, anything else you want to add? Mm-mm. Okay. Now we'll go into our overall or additional thoughts about this album. Amber. Uh, short, sweet, simple. Ah, this man never disappoints. Um, I love this album and I really hope that he performs some of the songs when we go see DPR in um in September um because they're supposed to be coming here so I can't wait because it's not just DPR live it's just DPR so I can't wait to see everyone and I hope that he does do some of these because I would love to see it. I would definitely like to see him do a little the little ribbon choreo live too <laughs> <laughs> But that's all. Yeah, it's just like a really good album. And I'm always excited when he puts out stuff and just DPR in general, just because they're so creative in general. So, yep, that's all. Um, Yeah, I kind of said everything I was going to say earlier. So I guess just to like be succinct, succinct. Um, I thought it was a really interesting how he thought it was really interesting how he included multiple genres in the album and I love the over, overall storytelling of the album which I already alluded to earlier I love those types of albums I just love when you can listen to an album from beginning to end 
the way it should be i love i just i love albums like i don't like i really don't care for albums with just a bunch of singles and there's no like cohesion between them i love that this one that's why i download the whole thing because you just it's like you had been you can listen to them individually but you won't get the full picture of what i think or what we think he's trying to portray in this album if you if you don't listen to it top to bottom like in the order as it's supposed to be done as a real artist does <laughs> um anyway so i also agree with you i'm really excited for the concert i really do hope he performs some of the songs i selfishly i really want to hear ballroom extravaganza i don't know if that's a song that he would do um because the last time they were on tour it was just zpr live um at least here when they came like here like all of them anyways so um and they've, they've they've all put out new music and have grown as artists since then so i'm very excited um and yeah that's all i was gonna say Okay, that's all for today, everyone. We would love to hear your opinions on today's topics. You can let us know on Instagram and Twitter at the underscore AM podcast. The links are in the description. If you like this episode, please subscribe and rate us. Thanks for listening. Be safe out there and we will talk to you next episode.